In this episode, we explore the biggest thing around the news nowadays, artificial intelligence. How can you use AI for beer league hockey? Stick around and find out the surprising results in this edition of the Beer Leaguer Podcast. episode of the beer leaguer podcast we find out can ai help us be a better beer leaguer so what i did is i went over to chat gpt which is the i think most well used ai system out there on the internet right now uh, if you don't know chat gpt what it is is it's just a chat bot that you go to and it's free there's a paid version that's supposed to be a little bit better and uh, but it's all text-based. It's, if you use AOL Messenger back in the day, it's very similar to those chatbots, but a lot smarter. Uh, so you just go in there, you can ask questions, and it combs the internet trying to figure out uh, good answers for the stuff that you have asked it. So I went through on there and started asking it a bunch of questions about beer league hockey. And let's see what it says. Let's see how good it actually is. Uh, I will also say I will have a full transcript of all these questions uh, on the show notes to check out because I'm not going to read every single thing that it has here. I'll kind of give an overview of how it answered stuff. But if you want to see the full transcript, that will be in show notes. So first question I asked is, what is beer league hockey? And this is the first answer it gave right away was, Beer League Hockey refers to recreational ice hockey leagues. They're typically organized for adults of varying skill levels who play the sport for fun and camaraderie. The term beer league is often used because participants in these leagues usually play in a relaxed social environment, and the emphasis is more on enjoyment than on intense competition. And it's got key characteristics of beer league hockey include recreational focus, diverse skill levels, social atmosphere, Less emphasis on winning, varied age groups, and no checking rules. And overall, Bear Lake Hockey provides adults with an opportunity to continue enjoying the sport in a friendly and less competitive setting, fostering a sense of community and camaraderie both on and off the ice. You'll see a theme throughout a lot of these answers uh, that has to do with a uh, sense of community and camaraderie. That's something that kind of seems to go out through a lot of these. But overall, I think that's a good very generic view of uh, beer league hockey. I think I think all that stuff is right on. Uh, it is it is rec league. It is lots of uh, skill levels, very social. The, it is the less emphasis on winning. Um, I agree with uh, compared to you know like a um, you know high school hockey or college or something like that or, or professional or semi pro or something like that. Obviously. Uh, I think that's where that comes from, but I think everything else is is right on, right on the money with it. So, good job, Chat GPT. You you know what really hockey is. So obviously, the next question I asked is, how do I get better at beer league hockey? Improving your skills in beer league hockey can be a rewarding experience, even if you're playing in a recreational and social environment. Here are some tips to get you better at beer league hockey. These are some crazy ones. So so get ready. Practice regularly. 
Yes. Uh, work on skating technique. Improve stick handling skills. Enhance shooting accuracy. Participate in skill development clinics. Watch and learn. Join pickup games. Stay fit and conditioned. Learn game strategy. And the last one is have fun and be patient. And it ends with by combining regular practice, skill development, skill development, and a positive mindset, you can enhance your abilities and enjoy a more fulfilling experience in beer league hockey. Again, I think this is actually a pretty, a pretty good right on answer here. So yes, if you practice, you will get better, but it's beer league who practices. Not really anybody practices that much. Um, Work on skating technique. Yes, great. If you're a better skater, it helps. Same thing with stick handling skills, shooting accuracy. All great if you can do those things. A lot of people don't, though. But yes, that will will get you better. Uh, participate in skill development clinics. I think that's something that's probably not thought of as much. Uh, there's clinics out there. Uh, you know, there's clinics for adults out there for things. There's learn to play classes. Uh, a lot of places have. Uh, just regular clinics, you know, like one-off things, if they're not regular to try and get better. Uh, obviously, it depends on your level. If you're someone that's coming from playing pretty high-level hockey, these are probably not for you. Um, but if you're a beginner or someone at a lower level, probably great. Uh, but that's a good thing. Also, I know there's a lot of, like, traveling clinics that are aimed at kids that take adults in the, like, older kid group. They usually don't advertise it. Usually they'll advertise, you know, like a lot of power skating clinics will do this, where they'll advertise, uh, you know, over a weekend, they'll be in whatever city, and they'll say, like, you know, Saturday morning session is, I don't know, 8U, and then the afternoon session is 12U, and then, like, they'll be around on Sunday, and that morning session is, you know, 16U, and then they'll usually say, like, that last session is like 18 U or something like that, or 16 plus, And they're you know, geared towards kids. But I do know adults that have gone to those things and it benefits them. So that, that is a good one uh, to do clinics, uh, watch and learn. Yes, definitely watch and learn, uh, join pickup games. That I think is the best way to get better is by playing. Cause you get better at hockey by playing hockey, uh, stay fit and conditioned which, as we know, beer league uh, hockey players are the finest of adult athletes always. Learn game strategy, and then have fun and be patient. So, sure. Again, I think that's good answers. I think that's good stuff. Uh, some pretty obvious things in there, just how to get better at hockey, and then some stuff that I think is I think more relevant for beer league. I think it's good. So that being said, one of the things that it did say there is learn game strategy. So I then asked, how can I learn hockey game strategy? You might also notice in how I word some of these questions, uh, I word them very specifically. If you're going to try using something like chat GPT, or honestly, if you're going to use something like uh, Google or any kind of search engine or something, uh, be as specific as possible with your what you're asking and usually get the best results. So a little, little, little Beer League or bonus tip for you there on using search engines. But how can I learn hockey game strategy? Uh, learning hockey game strategy involves understanding various aspects of the game, including offense and defensive tactics, positioning, and team coordination, 
Here are steps to take to learn hockey game strategy. So if you haven't noticed, a lot of these answers that ChatGPT gives you is it gives you a little summary, and then it kind of goes through and gives you a listing of all the things that it's gone out and found that it thinks relates to what you asked. This one I actually think is really good because I think this is a big thing for beer leaguers is learning uh, strategy. I, mean, I don't like to say strategy, but just kind of learning how to play hockey, learning the game of hockey. Because a lot of clinics don't teach you that. They don't teach you X's and O's. They teach you uh, skills. They're, they're skills clinics. And a lot of the beginner schools, again, just kind of teach you skills, you know, how to skate without falling down, how to shoot. But they don't teach you hockey because they figure you probably watch hockey. That's why you're doing this. So you know some of this stuff. But honestly, it, watching hockey to enjoy it and watching hockey to learn are very different things. Very, very different things to do. So I think this is actually super relevant, and they actually give, I think, some good advice here. The first one is watch professional games. And I think that's a that's a great thing to do. Um, you know, pick somebody that plays the position you play or that you want to play or somebody that you really like what they do and just try and follow them the whole game. Uh, it's a lot easier, I think, to do that when you're at a game versus on TV, because on TV, if they're kind of out of the picture, you can't see what they're doing. Whereas at the game, you can really focus on, you know, if you're like watching a defenseman and it's in the offensive zone, a lot of times that defenseman staying up at the blue line. And if the play is down at the net, they might be out of the camera shot. But if you're at the game, you can watch them and see, oh, do they kind of pinch in? Do they stay back? Are they going to the middle, staying on the side? What are they doing? But I think that is an excellent, excellent thing to do. Watch professional games. Analyze game footage. And in this, it doesn't really specify if it's your games or if it's professional games or anything. So I think they're kind of the same thing doing that, but going back and watching games. Uh, next one, read books and articles. Uh, I'm a big fan of reading hockey books and learning whatever you can from them because uh, a lot of ideas and stuff that that they uh, talk about are kind of more complex than something you can just real quickly re you know, figure out in a game yourself or pick up in a quick, you know, like YouTube video or something like that. Uh, there are books out there that are very complex and have, you know, how to execute, you know, really high level uh, team strategies for things. And I don't, I don't think those things apply to beer league hockey because you're not getting everybody on board with, you know, Let's let's play a four plus one on, uh, you know, on the power play or let's, uh, you know, play a, a, a one, two, two defensive strategy or something like that. That's people are going to get that. But what they sometimes do and a lot of these books do, uh, if they're not just like like drills like that or uh, very specific strategies, they give you a more overall idea. And I think that's really helpful to learn some of those more overall ideas to help you better understand, you know, what all the positions are supposed to do, what everybody's supposed to do in different situations, which I think helps watching games and learning from games because you know a little bit more of what you're looking for. So totally agree with that. Love hockey books. So I think that's great. Uh, attend coaching clinics. Yep. Uh, if you go to coaching clinics, you probably will learn some more things. So that, that's a good one, even if you're not going to coach. Play video games. I don't know how this gets overlooked a lot, 
So many people I know, though, learn the positions and learn a whole bunch about hockey from playing, you know, the, the video games growing up. That That's how you learned stuff. Uh, a lot of the games, too, they have, like, tutorials for when you start, and it teaches you how to play the game. And while it's doing that, it's teaching you hockey strategy. Uh, I mean, the only one that's really out there now that's the big game is the NHL series. And they have the be a player uh, uh, aspect in there where you create a player and you kind of take them through their career. And they actually grade you on your career uh, how, with how you're playing properly. So, like, if you're a defenseman and, you know, you're supposed to be staying back and playing defense, but you keep, you know, joining the rush or keep leading the rush, you're going to get penalized for it. Where the same thing is if, you know, you're a center and you're supposed to be carrying the puck out of the zone, you know, distributing and stuff, but you're not. You're just staying back the whole time. They're going to say something. So playing video games is a great way to learn more about positions, learn the game better. It's an awesome tool. Awesome, awesome tool to do, uh, especially for beer league players that, you know, maybe didn't grow up playing and maybe don't know all the things. and maybe don't want to ask, don't want to ask people what the different positions are, what should they be doing on offense, on defense, on special teams and stuff like that. You can learn that playing the video games. So I, I think that's a great thing to do. Uh, another one, join a league or a team. Yeah, you'll get better if you join a league or a team. If it means you're playing. Uh, same thing. Next one is participate in team practices. Hey, if you're a really team and you have team practices, good for you. Um, I, I, I don't think that's a super realistic uh, ask questions. Yeah. If you're learning anything, that's a generic, anything focus on positioning. I think that's a really good one too. Uh, the, the little under things it has under focus on positioning is uh, understand the importance of proper positioning on the ice offense and defensive strategies often revolve around players being in the right place at the right time. Yes. And it involves around you counting on your teammates being in the right place at the right time. Or at least knowing where they're going to be. Maybe it's not the right place, but knowing where they're going to be. And then also learn about forechecking, backchecking, and neutral zone play to enhance your positional awareness. Yes, 100%. 100%. Uh, especially low-level beer league. Positioning. If you have good positioning, it makes all the difference in the world. Um, if you watch higher-level beer league, you'll see... Those guys know what they're doing. They know where to be in the right spot. You know, they know if they chip the puck, you know, chip the puck up to somebody, they're going to be there to get it. There's not guessing. Uh, if they're, you know, making passes around the boards, they know someone's going to pick it up, things like that. You don't have the entire team, you know, forechecking to go behind the uh, the goal there to try and get the puck away or anything like that. That, Yeah. So focus on positioning. I think that's a general thing for learning the game. You should be focusing on positioning. Uh, last one it has is watch tutorials and diagrams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess these, these, those that's similar to the other ones on there, I think. So that that's pretty similar. That one, I don't think is as great of an answer as some of the other ones, but it does have some good ideas in there for it. So again, chat GPT, nice job. Nice job. Uh, so the next thing I asked then is what should I watch for in professional games to learn hockey strategy? And this I thought was really good. It, it 
I mean, it kind of breaks down everything that they do in a game, but I think it's a really good kind of breakdown of all the different aspects of hockey, just in general, not really to do with uh, beer league, but just in hockey in general, it's got offensive zone entries for checking and back checking power play execution, penalty kill strategies, defensive zone strategies, neutral zone play line changes, player roles and assignments, transition play, coaching decisions, which sure that doesn't really apply to, uh, to beer league. Uh, I assume most teams don't have a coach, uh, special team strategies, player communication. I thought that was really interesting is it says watch for on ice communication among players. Effective communication is crucial for coordinated plays and defensive coverage. I think that's a very underrated aspect there. Uh, if you go to live hockey games, you do hear the players talking all the time. And if you go to beer league games, you probably hear people talking, but it probably has nothing to do with the actual game going on. It's probably them, uh, you know, just chatting about something or talking crap to somebody else or something like that. But that's a big one. Uh, in-game adjustments and then goalie play. I will say none of these really mention goalie. I think if you want to have any of this stuff be relevant to goalie, you probably have to specify goalie just because goalie things as always are very different than skater things. Uh, And it ends that with saying by actively watching and analyzing these aspects during professional hockey games, you can develop a deeper understanding of strategic elements in the sport. Additionally, Listening to commentary and analysis by experts can provide valuable insights into the decision-making processes of teams and players. Yeah, so by watching hockey and listening to uh, play-by-play or color guys, uh, or uh, I think more so than even that, listening and watching the you know between-periods hosts when they break down plays, uh, that can be super helpful too uh, to do all these things. So... Again, I think Chad GPT, good job on that. That makes sense. Nothing crazy, nothing, uh, you know, mind-blowing there, but it that kind of breaks down all the things that happen in hockey, all the overall things that happen. So that's it, sounds good. All right, then the next question is, what is the most important part of beer league hockey? The most important part of beer league hockey is the emphasis on fun, camaraderie and the enjoyment of the game unlike more competitive and intense levels of hockey beer league hockey is centered around creating a positive and social experience for adult players so yeah it it really really takes the non-competitive aspect here of beer league hockey Uh, it talks about recreational atmosphere inclusive community social gatherings low pressure environment Good sportsmanship, opportunity for all skill levels, no checking or limited checking, flexibility and accessibility, and celebration of individual achievements. And I thought that was an interesting one. And it says for that is individual achievements, whether it's scoring a goal or making a great play, are celebrated in beer league hockey. The positive reinforcement of individual efforts adds the enjoyment of the game. So, yeah, I I mean, you know, I I guess I I find it interesting that it thinks the most important part of beer league hockey has really nothing to do with hockey itself. 
So I'm I'm not sure how how much I agree with all that, but you know I, I can't say it's not true uh, at all. So then I started getting and some more specific, trying to get kind of listings uh, of very specific questions from it. Try to get a little bit more back into actual hockey stuff and less of the uh, camaraderie aspect. And I asked, how should I work on my skating technique? Hoping that chat GPT would give me the key to unlock unbelievable speed and agility out there. So it's uh, improving your skating technique is a crucial for becoming a better hockey player. Here are some tips to help you work on your skating technique. Basic stance. Practice forward skating. It does give a little bit of stuff for like practice forward skating. It says work on your stride by pushing off with the balls of your feet. Extend your leg fully with each stride and bring it back under your body for efficient forward motion. And focus on a smooth and controlled glide. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, says, you know, crossovers, backward skating, edges control, balance exercises, agility drills, stride length and frequency. Uh, again, it says skating backwards because apparently backward skating and skating backwards are different things. Use your arms, ankle flexibility, take skating lessons, uh, skate regularly. Film yourself and it says record yourself while skating to analyze your technique. Review the footage to identify areas for improvement and track your progress over time. I mean, that's true. I wouldn't have uh, thought that for a thing for how uh, I can work on my skating technique, but that is a very true thing to do. Film yourself. Uh, see how much slower everything actually is from how you think it is. Because that's what happens whenever you watch yourself, is you're just shocked by how slow everything is. Uh, last thing is be patient and persistent. So, you know, I, I that isn't that's not as much of a step by step how to get better at skating. Just kind of a here's a bunch of things about skating, and you should get better at those things. But hey, you know, all right, nothing wrong, nothing egregious here. You know, it's not pulling up completely wrong info to, to put together. Uh, let's see. Okay, next question. What can I do to improve my stick handling skills? And it's improving your stick handling skills is essential for becoming a more effective hockey player. Here are some tips to enhance your stick handling ability. Regular practice. Use the right stick. Oh, that was an interesting one to have in there. And it has experiment with different curves and grips to find what feels most comfortable for your stick handling technique. I thought that was all right. That's an interesting one to have in there. Stick handling gloves. That that's kind of an oddball one, but what it just means is uh, it says investing gloves that provide good feel and grip on the stick. That's just a weird way of doing that. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard the term stick handling gloves, but okay. You know, I, I guess have gloves that you can actually feel kind of what you're doing. You know, if you have gloves that are way too big or, or some gloves just don't fit right for things.
All right. Uh, next thing we have on here is uh, low stance, head up, soft hands. You hear this all the time. That's like the mantra for uh, stick handling coach. Low, low stance, heads up, soft hands. Stick handling drills, progressive complexity, then practice with a golf ball. Because it is everybody's, I think, go-to is practice with a golf ball for stick handling. So it's, it's a good pull for here. Off-ice stick handling. Use a stick handling aid. Combine stick handling with skating. Then mirror training. Use a full-length mirror to observe and refine your stick handling technique. Pay attention to your hand positioning, body posture, and overall form. That's actually a really good, that's a really good tip to have. You know, make, make sure you uh, can kind of see yourself there. Uh, quick hand exercise, game-like situations, watch and learn, competitive drills, stay relaxed and fluid, train both sides. And it does say on here is that means train your backhand and your forehand and then seek feedback. So a little bit, I think that's a little bit better than the skating one, a little bit more specific things. I think there's some actually really good ideas in there. I mean, the golf ball thing, everybody knows, but it, it's a great thing to use. Use a golf ball for stick handling, you know, and training forehand, training backhand and the mirror stuff. I think that's actually some pretty good tips on here. So JetGPT apparently is much better with stick handling than it is with skating. Then I asked it, how can I enhance my hockey shooting accuracy? And this seems to kind of be the running way of how it says these things is improving your hockey shooting accuracy is essential for increasing your goal scoring effectiveness. Here are some tips. Focus on fundamentals, target practice, stationary shooting, quick release, improve wrist flexibility. And that's wrist flexibility and also wrist strengthening exercises. So it's just kind of working on your wrists. Uh, use targets and markers, shot selection. And that's, that's an interesting one to have in there. It's focus on choosing the right shot for the situation. Different situations may call for wrist shots, snapshots, or slap shots. Practice various types of shots to become versatile in different game scenarios. Okay. Uh, visualization, practice with a purpose. Those are both super generic things to have on there. One timers, shooting from different angles, combine skating with shooting, targeted repetition, off ice training, stressful situations. Thought that that's pretty interesting, and and I don't really know how you can you can do that as much. Uh, it just says on here, create pressure situations during practice, uh, such as time constraints or competing against teammates. I guess those kind of work uh, for stressful situations. But I think if, you know, if you have somebody that you're, you know, skating with or somebody that you can have kind of, you know, coming at you when you're trying to shoot, that would actually be really good. Like that, would, that would be a, a good shooting drill. Uh, then record and analyze, seek feedback. Practice with the purpose, which it has on here twice for some reason. Balance and weight transfer. And train both forehand and backhand. Which, a little surprised that it has that as a, as a good idea there. 
So since I was saying, here's all the different stuff I can do for shooting better, as I said, you know, write a hockey shooting practice routine for me. So it actually went through and wrote a routine that I could use for uh, for practicing shooting. Uh, it's got a 10-minute warm-up, which is just like stretching. Stationary shooting drills using the wrist shot, snapshot, and one-timers for 15 minutes. Then dynamic shooting drills for 20 minutes, which is uh, skating with a quick release, cone dribbling and shooting, quick change of direction and shooting, then 15 minutes of game-like situational shooting, which is breakaway drills and rebound practice. Then specialized shooting drills for 15 minutes, which is deflection drills and backhand shooting, and then a 10-minute cool-down and reflection. That's actually a pretty good, I think, routine. I mean, I think that that's actually something you could do if you went to, like, stick and puck. That would give you some idea of some stuff to do if you needed some ideas. You know, if you needed something to do, like, you, you have some time and you wanted to work on shooting, you could go through this and maybe not pick up everything, but pick up some stuff to do. That That's pretty nice. Uh, has additional tips here of uh, incorporate competitive elements, rotate through different shooting techniques, and focus on maintaining a positive mindset and celebrating small victories during the practice session. So ChatGPT really wants you to, you know, have that positive mindset and celebrate camaraderie and all that kind of stuff. So apparently it's very much into that. I, I like that. I thought that was a really good actual routine. So I asked it to write me a hockey practice routine for that I can do by myself. And it answered with, certainly. Here's a solo practice routine that you can do to work on various aspects of your game. And again, it's got a warm-up. It's got 15 minutes of skating drills, 20 minutes of stick handling drills, 15 minutes of shooting drills, and then conditioning drills. That was the thing. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting it to end with conditioning drills, which is sprints, interval training, and endurance skating. Uh, then a cool down and reflection at the end. Uh, I was like, all right, that's pretty good, though. That's a pretty good routine. So I asked it to write me a hockey practice routine that I can do by myself at home without ice. Trying to make this harder and harder to come up with uh, something here that, that makes sense. And what it has for me is, you know, it's a five-minute warm-up. Uh, because I guess when you're at home, you only need five minutes to warm up as opposed to ten. Uh, maybe because you're not skating. And then it has uh, 15 minutes of stick handling drills, which includes uh, puck control dribbling, figure eight dribbling, and off-ice deking. 15 minutes of shooting drills, which is target shooting, shot technique drills, and hand-eye coordination, which is use a small ball and a hockey stick to work on hand-eye coordination. Toss the ball in the air and try to bat at it with the stick. I mean, that's, you know, okay. All right. Uh, then 15 minutes of strength and conditioning, which is bodyweight exercises, core strength, and agility drills. And then 10 minutes of cardiovascular conditioning, which is uh, doing some hit training and some shadow skating, which is simulate skating motions without ice by incorporating forward and backward strides and lateral movements and quick direction changes. No, that actually is a pretty, pretty good 
just general hockey practice routine at, at for at home without ice. That is actually pretty good. Uh, and then it's a cool down and stretching at the end uh, with no reflection. Because when you're at home, you don't have to reflect, I guess. Uh, it does give some tips like using a stick handling ball, weighted puck, or a green biscuit. thought it was funny that it has green biscuit in there. Because apparently so many people talk about green biscuits on the internet. It just knows that that's a thing to use uh, for practicing. Uh, yeah, I love that. Well, that one was actually really good. So, did pretty good with drills. I think that's something that ChatGPT does a nice job of is kind of going and collecting out there all these different drills and ideas that people have put out there, you know, on the interwebs for all this kind of stuff. And, and it, you know, kind of conglomerates it all together and, and puts it into something useful like this. I think that's really where it shines uh, really well for things. So I want to get into some little bit more kind of out there questions to see what it would say. Uh, so I asked it, what's the most important hockey equipment to spend money on? Uh, and here's the list of stuff that it said was important to spend money on is skates, helmet, protective cage or shield. So for all you people that play beer league without uh, a cage or a shield, chat GPT thinks you're wrong. It's apparently the third most important thing you should be spending your money on. Then gloves, then shoulder pads, elbow pads, shin guard, and then it just starts going through all the hockey stuff. Um, the last thing it has on here is a bag. So, and does mention that your bag should have ventilation. Thought that was kind of funny. Uh, then I asked it, "What's what is one thing I can do to be a better hockey player?" And one key thing you can do to become a better hockey player is to focus on continuous improvement through deliberate practice. Deliberate practice involves purposeful and focused training with the specific goal of enhancing your skills and addressing weaknesses. Yeah, it's not at all what I was looking for. Uh, that one thing I can do, and it lists me on here, 12 different things I can do that I don't, I don't, I don't think helps me really in any way. So I tried to reformat the question is what is the single most important thing for a beer league hockey player to know? And the single most important thing for a beer league hockey player to know is to prioritize sportsmanship, respect and enjoyment of the game. While improving skills and winning games are part of the experience, fostering a positive and respectful environment enhances the overall beer league hockey experience for everyone involved. And then it says, here's why sportsmanship is crucial. Again, not exactly what I was looking for. But as I said earlier, that's kind of the whole theme in here is it really, really takes beer league to being uh, very non-competitive, very non-competitive. So that's it, it, it colors a lot of the answers as it goes through here. So try to get a little bit more of what I was trying to get at for these answers. And I asked for a detailed step-by-step for a beer league hockey player to learn to skate faster. And this is actually pretty good. Uh, when you get to that, that specific question, it tells you, you need proper uh, skating stance, strong push-offs, quick recovery, full extension. But then it gets into crossover technique, which I guess helps you skate faster. Because if you can do crossovers, mm -hmm. that can help out. Uh, edge control, arm movement, core strength. And then agility drills, sprint intervals, off-ice training, hill training, cardiovascular. I mean, it starts just 
you know, it's got mental focus on here and stuff. It kind of starts going off the rail with ideas. So I asked for detailed steps for a beer league hockey player to learn to shoot more accurately. Proper grip, body position, weight transfer, flexibility exercises, puck placement, hand-eye coordination, target practice. And then it starts to get it off and getting off the rails a little bit more with like visualization. And, uh, but then it does talk about shooting from different angles, um, choosing the right stick, but it, it gives you a lot of stuff to do uh, on there. Uh, but good tips. I think it does have some good ideas. So if you, if you really don't know, or you really just want something else to try, you know, if you're, if you're just in your backyard or something or in your basement, just shooting and you want to have some other ideas. I mean, maybe you didn't think to try different angles. I don't know. Maybe you, uh, you know, didn't didn't think to try different shots or record yourself or things like that. So, you know, not not too bad. Then I asked it, "What's the single most important skill for a beer league hockey player to improve for the greatest increase in their overall game?" And this is, I think, the best answer that it's given in this whole thing. The single most important skill for a beer league hockey player to improve for the greatest increase in their overall game is skating ability. Skating is a fundamental skill that significantly influences various aspects of a player's performance on the ice. And then it goes on to list why skating is so important. And that is right there. I think the best answer out of all these things that it's given, because that's, it could have said anything. Uh, I honestly thought when I asked it, it was going to say something about dedication or, you know, continuously wanting to improve yourself or something like that. But nope, it said skating. It said you got to get better at skating, which, yep. And I love that the last thing that it has for reasons why skating is so important, quick recovery from mistakes. Improved skating enables players to recover quickly from mistakes or positioning errors. The ability to get back into the play rapidly is essential for overall game effectiveness. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought ChatGPT did a pretty cool job. I think this is some, you know, I think it's a good way to come up with some different ideas for things. Uh, I've seen people use it to uh, try and try and tell them certain drills to do for things. You know, like, what is a drill I can do to get better at X? And it usually doesn't give you a very straightforward answer, but it gives you a pretty good overview of things because of how it gets its information. It's just going around and calling this information from all over the internet. It's just crawling anything that says something about hockey and trying to condense it down into something. I think if you're in kind of more broader questions for things, I think it actually does a pretty good job. Uh, I, I was impressed by the training technique ideas. I think those were really good. Uh, I think it added in some good stuff in there that people don't think about a lot. Uh, stuff that people probably don't do. Stuff I don't think about uh, for you know trying to get better at shooting and skating and stuff like that. Uh, it it does real nice for that. Uh, so like I said, if you want to check out like the entire transcript of this conversation they had with ChatGPT and see its kind of more bullet point. Uh, ideas under the kind of those broad subjects. I'll have a link in the show notes uh, all about that. I think it's a cool tool. I think you're probably going to be seeing 
things like this integrated into a lot of hockey stuff uh, in the near future just because so much of the the content is very similar out there that this is an easy way to kind of condense all that without saying the same thing over and over and over again. You know, I mean, there's only so many things you can do for shooting, you know, to like get better at shooting. Uh, there's tons of drills you can come up with and tons of things you can do very specifically, but as an overall kind of outline for how you get better, that doesn't really change a whole lot. Usually uh, it can change, you know, for specific people, but not when you're being generic for how do you, how does everybody get better at shooting? Uh, so I think, I think you're going to see a lot of this kind of stuff coming out uh, for things. I think you're going to see a lot of this stuff going to coaches and in books and in articles and stuff like that. Uh, but that was kind of an interesting thing to see, to see what chat GPT says for hockey. Uh, seems to know hockey pretty decently. So, you know, so I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. I uh, hope you guys found that interesting as well. If you have any questions you'd like me to go through and kind of ask ChatGPT or like a, a rabbit hole you'd like me to go down with ChatGPT for things, let me know. Um, I'll gladly uh, do another one of these, uh, maybe with some more very specific questions uh, about beer league hockey or maybe just about hockey in general and see what kind of info it has and see what it comes up with. But hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed that. If you did, please subscribe on your podcast host of your choosing. And uh, if you can, leave a review somewhere. Those always help, and I really appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed all this, and I hope you got something out of it. hope you learned something. hope it came up with something cool, or hope you, if you haven't used ChatGPT, give it a try. Or if you didn't think it could do anything to help you out with your hockey stuff, Maybe now you see that it can have some pretty good ideas. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you in the next one.